City Video. This is Russ. Do you have that one with that guy who was in that movie that was out last year? <sighs> Hello and welcome to the Emerald City Video Podcast. This is the latest episode of our new release wall. So I'm Russ and this is Zach. Hello. You can't see us because it's dark. <laughs> and it's dark because we went to another 10 o'clock screening, this time of Solo, a Star Wars story. Yes. And Not a red cup story, anyway. No, although like, that was, I think, the working title of the movie. What, Red Cup? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I remember that they, they really leaned into that early on, probably because yeah. of the Lord and Miller of it all. Yeah. Uh, so what did you think? I thought it was a Ron Howard film <laughs> that, and Ron saw Star Wars once and listened to some people <laughs> on the internet about it. <laughs> you know, it's one of those, I enjoyed it. Um, I My biggest kind of question mark about it is kind of what you were alluding to, which is, yes, this feels more like Star Wars, probably than, like, more like classic Star Wars than probably anything we've got. But that comes it. completely with the, like, the wonkiness of classic Star Wars, of, like, the kind of questionable dialogue. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna say I like right off the bat I'm not gonna like it <laughs> like I I thought it was Ron Har Howard in all of the kind of worst ways yeah. um, which is like not even like it felt like a film that by like Spielberg when we're talking about Ready Player One right right like which I it may be a little too harsh because it wasn't that bad mm -hmm. it wasn't like Ha <laughs> I'm going to talk about pop culture now. Yeah, right. But it did feel like, oh, the, they they emphasized the, you know, the, the fucking dice. Yeah. So yeah. many goddamn fucking times. Like, it was just like all these, like, Star Wars things. Yeah, which and of course. something that Rogue One didn't do, something that Force Awakens didn't really even do. I mean, like, Rogue One did do it to an extent. I think the thing is that Rogue One had so much other stuff going on that you didn't notice it. Yeah. Because obviously, like, Rogue One, they were on that, like, the, the planet where everything was going down, and those random yeah. dudes from the cantina were there, and, like, all that kind of crap. Um, but, yeah, in any event, I, I do, I know where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, I, I found it, you know, it's funny, one of the things that a lot of people have said is that Donald Glover stole the show, and I'm kind of like, I don't, I didn't get much out of his Lando. Yeah. Like, he performed the role as written but I, I that's actually kind of my criticism of everybody yeah um everybody is just kind of there there's no really great performance there's no bad performance in it per se although che I, chewy did the best job uh, <laughs> i mean true. like but uh El <coughs> Alvin Ehrenreich, uh he had that same kind of weird uncanny valley thing where like he was so preoccupied with trying to ape harrison ford yeah that it was the, the, the comparison I always go back to, and I'm sure you've probably heard this before, but is yeah. the fail-safe live movie yeah, that yeah, Steve, yeah. Steven Soderbergh did. Yeah. And uh, I always thought that Richard Dreyfuss was the weak link in that movie because he wasn't playing the president. He was playing uh, Harry Henry Fonda yeah, yeah. playing the president. Yeah. And it was like you, you would They're see not. these oddball things where it's like, that's... Not a tr there's there's you're lacking truth in emotion here because yeah. what you're doing is you're impersonating my Harrison Ford. It's, it's also it's like it's not there's a, a time gap issue like where he's playing the kid and you're like 
was like Harrison Ford was like the, probably the same age as this guy when yeah. the first. I mean, so like there's that there, that whole issue where like when you play, you're not he's not playing he's not playing solo as like I don't know like a teen. Yeah, he's playing him as he's at least been a teen. He at least was a teen, and then spent three years in the you know doing military shit, and then like also was like kind of clearly a bad guy. Like he was a fire yeah. for three years. I mean, I don't know. Like it built, and again, I don't know the the like super duper Star yeah, Wars yeah. universe. So this, if this is all canon, I don't know. Um, but like, well, I don't, there's no canon anymore, really. I mean, there's yeah. only like what's been in the movies and then what's in the comic, like the Marvel comics that are running right now. Yeah. Because everything else is, has been discarded, yeah. so that they have more flexibility for the films. Yeah. It is curious that um, like how much spoilers the opening seconds is, but there's no scroll. Yeah. There, and it's the, it's a weird half measure thing because there's no scroll, but there is like. Yeah. additional captions beyond because remember if you remember Rogue One didn't have a scroll right they just had the like or maybe they did I thought they had a scroll I thought they didn't and that it was a thing but maybe I'm wrong yeah. um, in any event I, I the, it was an odd half measure where they had like the three caption like the three like screens <laughs> of captions yeah yeah uh, and there so there was no scroll but there was like a stage setting block of text and I always wonder if that's just a matter of them trying to get stuff out that originally wouldn't have you, you wouldn't have needed that expository text yeah. in the Lord and Miller version but they got fired so late like one thing I will say about the film is that with things being shot on 4k yeah. there are a lot of places where the reshoots are really obvious because it becomes like oh look this set that was a practical set the last time we saw it is clearly a green screen right yeah. now and like you can see that because you're shooting in super high resolution and everything has that weird uncanny balance and it and it, it doesn't have the it didn't have it doesn't have the like I, I felt like um, maybe not Force Awakens um, or Last Jedi but Last Jedi had like a little bit more depth to the film right um, 4K has this kind of issue where or not for it's probably I'm sure it's not 4K I'm sure it's 8K or it's yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. the fuck it is uh, I doubt they're shooting with Reds I'm sure they're shooting with Aries uh, but uh, it it if unless it's really done well and has like it's the color and, right. and all the shit you have to do with that um, which this again it felt like every Ron Howard film I've yeah. ever seen it, like it has like the Apollo thir- you know yeah. Apollo 11 feel where it's just like it's no these are sets. Like, oh yeah, these are sets. Absolutely. Like, like no, the, but I mean, even like, even if it's green screen, it's like uh-huh. Ron Howard. Every film he's ever done, it's sets. Oh yeah. Like it's not someone's home. Even if it is someone's home that they shot in, like yeah. it's it's it feels like sets. Like it, it's happy days. <laughs> I, no, I agree completely because I like several times in this movie I was distracted by the fact that shots or sets or whatever yeah. looked like a TV show. Yeah. Like, it looked not like a $200 million blockbuster. Yeah. And... I mean, honestly, it felt like a $50 million film. Like, yeah. the entire thing felt like that. Down to the CG of the Millennium Fil- Like, I, I, like I, I can't describe how fucking disappointed I am with everything in this film. The, like... The CG of the Millennium <laughs> Falcon was, like, 
video game. Yeah, like, well, the, the comparison I was going to use, uh, because it's kind of more apt in terms of the, the yeah. like the scope of the film, yeah. is like the uh, the terrible 3D modeling in that train fight scene on Black Panther. Yeah, like yeah. the one spot in the movie where everybody collectively decided, like, yes, for three minutes, Black Panther was a mess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and also, I mean, <laughs> like, I don't want to jump into it, but how many, like, things that they did in Marvel films are in this? Oh, yeah. yeah there's just, I, I feel like it might be spoiler land to, to get even into it, but there's a ton of things where, like, I like was like, hey, it was just like in that Marvel film. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, first of all, let me let me just say, like, and granted, this is that weird thing of a snake eating its tail, kind of like when we were talking about uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. But in a couple of the scenes, especially late in the movie, yeah. Aaron Reich absolutely felt more like Star-Lord than Hansel. Yeah. Um, and, and it's weird because I didn't, you needed to have some, I, I get that, because, <laughs> sorry, I'm, 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 I'm more I think about it, the more angry I'm getting about it. Um, I'm starting to be like the one, you know, the, 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 the Star Wars fans, and I'm not even like, I, I'm not an obsessive Star Wars fan, but I did grow up with it, and I, you know, I hated the fucking prequels with a goddamn passion, like, to the level, like, people hate Indiana Jones 4, yeah. um, but, uh, I fucking love, have loved every single Star Wars film that they've made since Lucas dropped off the face of the planet and it was the best right. thing on the fucking thing that happened to Star Wars. And this felt like almost prequel level bad to me. <laughs> like, because it felt like somebody was playing with somebody else's toys, but didn't quite get it, which is yeah. to me what always the prequels felt like, which is super weird because, because it was, it was Lucas, but Lucas, uh, yeah. it was Lucas without, I think, any constraints, which yeah. is a bad thing. Um, uh, but yeah. And of course, part of I mean, part of that discussion has to be the fact that when they fired Lauren Miller and they brought in Ron Howard, the rumor was that they specifically wanted something that felt more Star Warsy because Lauren Miller had something that was a little bit more subversive yeah. in, in the vein of like what they did with uh, with the Lego Movie. Yeah. I do think that the Lauren Miller thing, coupled with the uh, God, I can't remember what that Seth Green show was called, but they did like a chicken style yeah. like animated something that never saw the light of day in spite of the fact that they had like a season filmed when the acquisition <laughs> went through yeah. and it's like yeah, you kind of look at these things as a unit and I kind of feel like Star Wars has a really hard time yeah. laughing at itself that Star Wars takes itself very very seriously yeah and I and I kind of feel like it it shouldn't necessarily I mean and this again like you know what, you know, again, it also had that feeling, and it was, it had a bit of a feeling of uh, um, Justice League, where you had, you did have, like, two people playing in the same, you know, playing, yeah. using the same sandbox yeah. in the same film, which is just, and, and I feel like after Justice League happened, this happened kind of at the same time, you know, yes. I mean, but, yeah. but on the other hand, I feel like it should have been like, holy shit, like we took like an edgy director or whatever, yeah. I don't know if you want to call it Zack Snyder, edgy, and then gave, you know, basically handed that film to the most, you know, one of the most more boring directors yeah. um, in, in Hollywood that does good action films, but not, you know, nothing, yeah. nothing, you know, does action no films. Yeah. yeah. And, and it 
was fucked up and like it kind of felt like there was we were going somewhere on this with the script and with some other things and but then the filming and everything else was like no Ron Howard just flattened the film because that's what Ron Howard does and when it's a Ron Howard production from start to beginning and it's yeah. not a Star Wars property or a Mar- I mean like I mean I, I think like I said I I, I didn't hate it and uh, and I think that a lot of what I liked was the stuff that just kind of felt comfortable and so you know it's, it's but uh, <laughs> you know obviously this was written by uh, Lawrence Kasdan and his son Jonathan this is actually supposedly Florence Kasdan's last Star Wars movie. God, that's so cool. And, um, uh, there are chunks of it where you're just like, if this wasn't Ron Howard, like, this really felt like a movie where somewhere along the line, the Kasdans wanted it to really embrace, like, the scoundrel of it all. Uh, and it should have been a heist film. Yeah. And, yeah. like, that's what, like, it got halfway through, and I'm like, okay, so, okay, so it's a simple heist film, and that's cool, but it's still, like, you could, there's, there's, there's moving parts behind as you're watching the film yeah. and going, oh, no, no, they're going to do something bigger, and it's not building for that, no. because they're not, because, again, the scroll, if the scroll put it in, you got to have the scroll to be, if you're, Rogue One, if, assuming it did have a scroll, I, I'm not quite sure, um, stood alone literally because everyone fucking dies in the end I'm sorry spoilers on that one um, but this but, one weirdly felt like they were setting up a sequel uh, yeah and in because it's like there's a there's major characters from this movie that don't get closure but instead yeah. get kind of driven deeper well, into the you know yeah um, why don't why don't we kind of uh, uh, wrap up our initial thoughts yeah. and then we can like do a hard break and talk about some spoilers but yeah uh, yeah I mean for me I thought everything was serviceable it wasn't a great movie I enjoyed it uh, but a lot of the time I felt myself kind of actively disliking it and then being kind of dragged into enjoying it like my brain was like I really don't like this but then like the like the animal part of my brain was like haha that was fun um, there, because there were a lot of yeah. decent character beats, and there was blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, but I do, I, I, I do agree with you that I think that in the same way that we talked about Ready Player One being yeah. a not great movie that was kind of saved by Spielberg. Yeah, uh, I feel like this is kind of the opposite. Like this could have been a much more interesting movie if they'd yeah. gone with a much more interesting director. And I don't think they would have had to do that many changes to the script in order to make that happen. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the, I think the inherent, uh, the core problem is, and it's not necessarily, I think, it's uh, everything, everyone casting-wise, except for Han Solo, is great in this film, and the fact that there's no, there, it's a, it's a film that it inherently is, there's a solo guy, uh, um, and then finds his family, his team, his tribe, yeah. uh, which is a beat in the film, which is a thing that they talk about, but I never feel like there's no thing coming together. There's no, like, yeah. you know, whatever. But also, the problem is is that he isn't Indiana Jones. He's not Harrison Ford's River Phoenix mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. Right. Um, when I saw, you know, when you see River Phoenix play Indiana Jones, obviously there's a massive age difference, so yeah, that helps a hell of a lot. Jeez, that's cool. um, but um, 
like that was I was like no that's Indiana like completely yeah. 100% sold and obviously that helped the fact that like the original direct everybody kind of was still involved in the film so you still had the guys that created it going you know for, for Last Crusade um, but it had none of that like I did I never was sold that this was Harrison Ford and obviously or not Harrison Ford but Han Solo the Han right. Solo we we literally know from like 12 minutes ago because he was just fucking killed yeah, yeah. and that's obviously a huge and that's a weird thing too like there's a beat in this movie where the guy and it, it's not really spoilers because it's all over the trailers but there's a thing where the guy basically uh, Woody Harrelson's character tells him if you do this, you're in this. You're in this world for the rest of your life. Yeah. And you know, obviously, Hans, like, well, I'm in. And to me, it was like that line hung like a weight around the scene. Like, I think I was supposed to be an exuberant moment. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's gonna become Han Solo now. But because it came after Force Awakens, you're just like, this is the moment when he makes the decision that ultimately yeah. leads to Kylo Ren and leads to his death and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And granted, like, the other side of that is it also leads to, like, the moment when he saves the resistance in yeah. Star Wars. So you can't really fault it. But the fact that this movie came after Force Awakens made that I, yeah. weirdly heavy for And me. before Rogue... After Rogue One, yeah. too. So, I mean, like, I feel like, yeah, this... I mean, I don't see a world where they would have they couldn't have done that they couldn't I don't yeah. but on the other hand doing Rogue One when they did Rogue One was kind of yeah. holy shit I can't believe they went with that way and yeah. um, with because that literally was there's no one on the other hand it could have completely failed and then they would have been like oh well it's not we're not playing with any characters that anybody really yeah. knows yeah. so um, it's fine but but yeah I don't know uh, uh, if you want to we, if we want to cut here yeah, there's kind of anything uh, else I got to say about it is at least in the world of spoilers um, yeah um, I mean for me please. this is like a C plus kind of movie like I would watch it again I certainly won't seek it out um, and like I said I think there's there's I think there's the guts of a good movie here but it's not it doesn't come together uh, I'm, I'm just wait. I'll wait for the Snyder cut <laughs> 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 um, no no um, I, I don't know I don't know if there's anything saving it. I mean, I think it might be a decent thing to watch on TV. And that was one of the... That's actually one of the bigger disappointments, too, is that... it, Even though Force Awakens and, and uh, Last Jedi played with all... Like, you're like, oh, that's a, that's a callback to, yeah, like, yeah. whatever. The originals were... Like, Force Awakens did it differently enough that it was good. The, like... Like some of the scenes that mm-hmm. were callbacks to previous ones in the original original yeah. uh, trilogy, uh, it was almost insulting that they did it. I, I don't know. I, there, like, there was weird. Uh, there was yeah. like a weird fetishization of some of the iconography. Yeah. Where like they had these long lingering shots on Han's gun, I, and I'm like, you know, I never got the impression that Han was personally attached to that gun. It was just the gun that he had. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and. Like I, I right at Chewie's um, the weird, bandolier. Yeah, no, well, no, Chewie's like crossbow gun oh, thing. Yeah. That I re- that's to me him. Right, that's the blaster, kind of thing, Han's yeah. blaster. Yeah, but like, I don't. I feel like Han's blaster is a thing because every like '80s kid had that toy at some point. And yeah, just well, like, I mean, to me, it was like the introduction right away of the dice and literally the linger, like several yeah. lingering shots 
in the first like 15 minutes of the film of the dice and I was like I also thought by the way this is and, and I'm wondering if this is a result of reshoots kind of changing the structure of the movie a little bit but yeah. um, there's the beat during the heist where she hands him the dice and she yeah. like passes them off to him yeah and you get the moment of like him smiling because she did that or whatever yeah I feel like where that would have worked like it it felt just totally extra where yeah. it was it, it was yeah. like okay that's a thing that happened sure yeah uh where it would have been really effective is if they she had given it to him at the end of the movie when she was essentially conning him into believing don't yeah. worry i'm right behind you i just need to do some stuff i, I think we're oh yeah sorry yeah, sorry yeah. uh yeah let's let's go into yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Cut. Um, maybe back track a little bit on that. But that's all right. I'll, I'll demarcate it. <laughs> I'm not gonna just pop this up tonight. I'm too tired. Yeah. No. But. Uh, but so anyway. Yeah. So yeah, we're now in, in firmly in the spoiler zone. Like, if you're gonna have the the dice be such a big thing. Yeah. I feel like. Him, her handing it to him at the end when she's saying like, "I'll be right there. I'm just coming." Blah 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 it changes the dynamic of that scene because then it becomes in in his head he knows that she's not really coming yeah and everything else that he does after that like the the actor could have so much more opportunity to kind of load it up yeah and it, uh, you know to compare it to zero effect for instance yeah. like there there's the line in zero effect where yeah. he goes to her apartment and then she calls and yeah. he's like i know you your flight number and all that shit yeah and she's like why didn't you come get me and he says you know i knew you'd be there but i hoped you'd be here yeah. like you could still have had han do yeah. what he did if he knew she wasn't coming yeah. But it would have been more emotionally effective. I, I mean, it, it, it's kind of inherent, one of the problems. I mean, I don't, I don't understand why they introduced her at all. Yeah. Because, you know, 15 minutes from the end of this film, that she's not with him. Right. Like, which is one thing I was just like, I, I I'm waiting for get, her I, to die. I'm waiting for her to yeah. think. Because there's no, right? There's no, I, I, don't, I, I mean, can't I, remember any filmic... No, there's no reference to reference it, yeah. to a the woman that destroyed and yeah. made him because also he's not like it would be really great if you have him flying away at the end of the film and there's a little bit of like cynicism in him right. about love now or you know there's yeah. some intonation some some special thing that makes him so when he meets Leia yeah it's like well no I'm just yeah. you know whatever and that's the, the weirdest thing is that this whole movie centers on the idea that all the people around him are constantly telling him yeah. that he has to be more cynical. He has to yeah. not trust people. He has to blah, 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 blah. And that ultimately is the Han Solo we know. Yeah. Like at the beginning of A New Hope, that's Han Solo. Yeah. And the fact that in this movie he doesn't get to that point, like he ends this yeah. movie having not changed, really. Yeah. Like he basically wins. And he tells that you know and, and, and so all these people who've been telling him like you need to change the way you're thinking are wrong as far as this film is concerned yeah and I, I genuinely wonder if that is a Ron Howard thing because Ron Howard is not the kind you know in the same way that like yeah. that scene with Woody Harrelson at the end yeah. like it feels so sterile yeah. and I'm just like this is the grimiest most like it's literally you're buying back in a entirely self-conscious way. Yeah. The Greedo thing from the special edition. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
literally, I mean, there's no way around it. That's the joke. Yeah. Like, that's what the, you know, he shoots first. Yeah. And so, I, I, you watch that scene and you're like, how is that scene so sterile? Like, it should be the opposite of that. Just yeah. narratively. I mean, not not only narratively, but cinematically, mm-hmm. and so there's there's no wind. There's no. It's yeah. literally there. It's a relatively gorgeous day out on the yeah, on yeah. a cliffside in a beach with a beautiful scene. Yeah. And like, there's no fight before it. There's no struggle. There's nothing. And it's just he, you know, the gunslinger went first. You see the he, going. You know, you see him. You see Woody Harrelson's character yeah. going. You know, going for the trigger, and then you have him catch him and like have yeah. a moment but even that moment isn't like heart wrenching in any way shape and form because no. you never honestly I never had that connection where you needed that connection because there wasn't enough stuff like they spent so much time separate yeah. that you didn't have the oh see he got his cynicism from this guy right, and exactly. he learned that but he had to kill him which is also like yeah, you know yeah. it's and a, it, which again is how like I'm looking at this yeah. movie and in so many ways it's like I really see a good movie yeah. in here somewhere. Yeah. And it just doesn't come together. Yeah. Because, uh, again, I, there are so many things. And, I, I, I mean, not to pile on, and, and but I really, like, it's, I, it feels like a Ron Howard thing. It feels like Ron Howard made the safe choice in every situation when the screenplay was screaming for him yeah. to make the ballsy choice. Yeah. Uh, in, in, in every, I mean, it is, like, it is... That's why, like, my entire review is summed up with, it is a Ron Howard film because he saw Star Wars once. Mm -hmm. And, like, because it it didn't even, like, we haven't even talked about the score, which was a complete fucking mess. Like, you had three different scores going. You had this, they enter a planet, they're not into the world yet, and then the music of the planet starts, which is Mm -hmm. not a fucking Star Wars thing that happens. It is and it isn't, because I feel like, they enter a building and the music usually starts. They, oh, okay, I, I don't. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. No, but I'm like they're no, physically I, no, there. I, I, now that you, yeah, I, I you know, see what you mean. I, I thought you were talking about yeah, like yeah. The, the cabaret yeah. thing. Yeah, like fitting. the music is on the radio. Yeah. It's never in the thing, yeah. other than the score itself, the mm-hmm. Williams score, right. which is so fucking important. Which is something I if remember correctly. Like that was fucking hell. Which films we we had this conversation several times. Um, like a couple felt like uh, fuck a couple films like fucked up the like. The redo score, yeah, or whether yeah, it was, yeah. well, forget whether it was Batman or not, or whatever. But Star well, Wars did it. Justice so... League, Justice League, like yeah. tried to really do it right, and they, yeah. they they did it by half measure, and it didn't quite work. And yeah. I, I was excited to hear a couple of beats in there. Like yeah. I was really happy when Superman shows up to beat the bad guy yeah. to the Williams score, yeah. but like by and large, it didn't work. Yeah. And then we compare that to like Creed, yeah, where... yeah Creed and Force. Aw- I mean, Force, Aw- Force Awakens did fucking really well. Yeah, yeah. like when the moment uh, <clears throat> you know she gets the Ray gets the lightsaber in her hand. I remember there's a swell and it was like I got choked up in the moment. Yeah, and and it was just like these are characters I don't know anything. You know, like they're not. It's yeah. not. You know, it's not the moment when yeah. <laughs> they're standing on the. You know, which is it's a they're standing on the cliffside, hold it, waiting for the lightsaber. Um, but there's like a couple moments where it's just like you could have had the swell, but literally there was a, I'm trying to remember what the moment was, but there was a swell with the, with the Star Wars score, which not only, one of the problems is, is that it's, I don't know if it's Han's score. Han has his own theme and to be honest, I couldn't identify it. Yeah. But I'm just saying like the Millennium Falcon coming in to save the day is its thing, is a score, is a score, is a, is a beat. 
Um, and I think the Last Jedi they did it really yeah. well when they come in at the last second. Um, but but there was a lot of times in this movie where you got the dun 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 yeah. for just like. Uh, yeah. We're jumping to hyperspace. It, yeah, it wasn't yeah. like it, it uh, wasn't earned. Yeah, and then, I mean, and I think that that's the the end of it. That's the for me the entire. Eh, it's Wildlife Day. There's a fox going across the street now, yeah. um, <laughs> but um, that none of nothing was earned. And I feel mm-hmm. like when you're redoing anything, I think that uh, Rogue One earned every single fucking moment. Yeah. Like, and I, and like, I, I still think for me, it's like that, that film's a B plus. Mm-hmm. I think it's fucking fantastic, but it's still, it's like, uh, it's, um, because it's in the world of the original trilogy. It's right. not a separate thing like force awakens. So it's for me, I, I have yeah. unfairly weigh it against It's like that. a reverse handicap. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it, but it does so well, but it's yeah. like, you know, still, but like force awakens earns all of their moments. Yeah. Every single one of the like heart, you know, like references yeah. when they do things but they never beat it they never like go hitting you over the fucking head with yeah. the like the fucking dice and the yeah. like which wasn't even a thing in the original trilogy I, that, that's the it thing became that really a thing it's a it, and they didn't build because there's you know the the thing sorry but like no, 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 the the big thing is is that that i think force awakens and last jedi has going for it is that they immediately built the mythology of the, the trilogy the mm-hmm. first trilogy um, and I'm saying timeline trilogy right. um, four five and six um, they built the mythology so whenever Ray or anyone else talked about Luke or the right. you know the force it had this glow about it in the same way that we as fans have it right this film a never earned it mm-hmm. B it doesn't really exist so yeah. they would have had to have built it. Which again, I think is like, if you and they never placed where this film is, which is why again the scroll, yeah, is so important. And I know there was I don't even remember what the title cards were because I was like, I was I wasn't reading it. I was waiting for it to scroll. Yeah, I literally missed it because I, I was like, oh, it's gonna scroll. The and, weird, the weirdest thing about it to me was that the. Okay, it was it was a stage setting thing, yeah. But it was very kind of micro instead of macro, yeah. And so like the only villain, there's like five villains, yeah. who you deal with in this movie. The only villain who gets name dropped in those initial title cards is the lady, whatever her name is, like the snake lady yeah, from the yeah. beginning of the movie, and it's like she's gone in she's, like ten minutes. She's not even a. She's nothing. I mean, she's literally... She's the I inciting incident. I literally... I can't even think... I'm trying to think of her like a comparing thing. Yeah, yeah. She's not even the the monster thing. I forget what the fuck. I used to have the toy. The that Rancor? Luke, yeah, the Rancor. She's not even a Rancor level yeah, because yeah. that's like... It was a scene. Like, this is a completely non-memorable scene when they interact with each she's, other. There's no fight. There's no... The closest thing I have is when they did the special edition of Star oh, Wars and they, they yeah. edited Jabba in. Yeah, yeah. She feels very much like yeah. that. Like the, oh, and by the way, she's you know gets burned by sunlight because that's something you don't. Yeah, that was again unearned, you know, and it was just like, it's one of those things like <laughs> it wouldn't bother me at all, but like they didn't set it up at all, yeah. and so like he breaks the window and the sunlight comes in and she starts to burn, and you're like, oh, that's I what think. happens to that. Yeah, oh. I know a lot of these other people do. Yeah, and there's no yeah. I, again, uh, I just wish that there. Again, I agree with you. There's yeah, a yeah. core there. And it's just like it should have been a heist film. Yeah, 
the, and it should have been a heist film that could have set up a sequel. They, it seemed like they were obsessed with setting up a sequel that. Yeah. Does anyone know that was gonna? Ha- I mean, like, is I guess there's gonna be a solo I mean, too. The weirdest thing about it is like, I don't but understand no why there would be a sequel because where is she going off to? You know, like. Well, th- I mean, that's the thing. So. What, is uh, she somebody Amelia in... Clark's character, Kira, I don't think she is. She might be, like, somebody from the animated things. Yeah. Because here's the other thing. Uh, at the end of the movie, Kira essentially takes over... Instead of, like, joining the good guys and yeah. using this as the opportunity to get out of the life of crime... Yeah. She essentially takes over from her boss and becomes the new crime lord yeah, or whatever. But also, like, that... Like, Which, by the way, do they not know that that he plays a Marvel character who wears red and has like red all over yeah, and everything like that? Why the fuck is he red? To, I don't know. It's just like, do they not realize that people like just saw that film and they just saw him die? They just, I mean, the poor guy. I feel bad. I love him as an actor. No, I, I like. Really I watch nice him anything. I, um, I miss him actually as like Tony's suit actually yeah, more than yeah, anything because I, I think he was better. I hate. I fucking hate Vision. Yeah. I'm so happy. He um, died. Actually died. But so here's my thing. Yeah. Like. The, the payoff to all of that that's yeah. supposed to like get you really excited about the next chapter is that she's working for Darth Maul. Yeah. And neat. Because everybody liked Darth Maul for the 15 minutes he was on screen in episode one. Okay. Uh, he was the, <laughs> well, he was the, like, the yeah, popular, no, no, I mean, marketable I, character. Yeah, I remember it. But, but I here's just... the thing. I understand that theoretically their animated series are in canon with... Yeah. The, the movies and, but most people don't watch those yeah. most people have no fucking idea what happens in them or that they're canon yeah. so there's no explanation how the fuck is this guy alive yeah. because as we pointed out this clearly takes place after his death in episode one because they constantly refer to the Empire as the Empire, yeah. which it did not get until the end of episode three yeah. because before that it was the Republic. Yeah. And so Darth Maul's alive and it's utterly uncommented upon. Yeah. And so for people, which I would say is the vast majority of the audience, who have only ever seen the feature films, yeah. it's like, wait, isn't he dead? And, yeah. <laughs> and 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 he looks different different enough. Yeah. Because he's, well, he's twenty years older. Twenty years older, yeah. and cl- and weirdly clearly twenty years older, which I don't know why he would have to be because, CG like uh, they fucking made Leia. <laughs> I mean, like Carrie Fisher existed well, in the film. I, like, why not? <laughs> again, though, I think the only reason for that yeah. is that you want to set up a sequel and you like it's going to happen in real-ish time. Yeah. Because I do think there's a weird uh, timetable element here that isn't really addressed well in the sense that because the movie ends and they're like, we're going to go work for Jabba, yeah. uh, you assume, not unfairly, that this movie ends and like the next weekend Star Wars starts. Yeah. And I don't think that's the case at all. I think yeah. that, I mean, obviously you see the level of wear and tear that will have to happen to the Falcon. Yeah before you get to Star Wars. Like, there's, what, 15 years? Yeah. Between, you know, and I'm, I'm sure there's somebody 
who knows how old Chewbacca was in the in the first yeah. movie, and they can take that line of dialogue about him being 190 and yeah. suss out what the the time difference is. Yeah. But like. There is presumably a decent side stretch of time between now and when episode or when Star Wars begins. And yeah. so I'm assuming that they're leaving room in there to have a sequel to this where Darth Maul could be a bad guy. Yeah. Um, but again, it's so weird because like Darth Maul is such this like like he's this creepy looking dude with this um, like a really cool weapon and Okay, so in the credits, he's just Maul. He's not Darth Maul. Yeah. So maybe he's no longer a Sith whatever. He's just, yeah. like, an asshole. But even assuming that... But like, she's clearly, like, into... Why Why would she... She's literally... She's separated from mm-hmm. everything. She has the ship. She could... Like, she... It, like, the only justification that... The, of the film... Of the... Of... Emily Clarkson or Clark? Clark. Clark. Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark, yeah. Um, Dragon Lady. Um, (laughs) um, Going off is that she's Sith to me. Like, that she's in the world and that she knows she's in it. And, like, even though she still has feelings one way or the other. And they don't... To me, it's also disappointing because, like, you know, no one else... I mean, Donald Glover is, like, literally only in the last 15 minutes, I think, really Mm. gone from the guy that we know from yeah, community yeah. like super fandom yeah. to now holy shit it's Donald Glover yeah. like and so which is awesome because I fucking love Donald Glover um and he's fucking fantastic in everything he fucking does um but like there's no other cast there's yeah. nobody else in these films for the mo- in all of these films yeah the only named person and they they spe- specifically picked a very very famous person yeah. who's in the kind of sci-fi like world building yeah. world and then they they must be giving her something else because they didn't right. they could have so easily killed her yeah and it would have actually made so much more sense yeah like because honestly that's a, the entire every scenario that everything was happening I'm like well she's going to die because yeah. she has to in every yeah. way like um, can, uh, one yeah. thing is can we just talk about so clearly the like the Crime Syndicate's yacht. Yeah. That's like the embryo that will eventually become Cloud City. I guess so, yeah. And like, it's just such a weird, like, to me that feels like, okay, that's obviously what that is. And you see those like evaporator things on board it where you're just like, oh yeah, I recognize those. Those are from Cloud City. Like, so you're like the bad guys have this thing that eventually Lando is going to take over and then presumably expand massively and yeah. you know, but you're just sitting here going like why is it here? Cuz it we didn't do anything with it. Yeah. And it's not even made plain that that's what it is. Yeah. It's just kind of easy to infer. You, you know what so much of this is it feels like a pilot. Yeah. It, it, it because there's a lot of like edges. There's they could have done so much more, and it wasn't also a one-off thing. They're clearly it wasn't like a they could have made Rogue One mm-hmm. with hot with Solo. Right. I think it would have been fucking fantastic. Yeah. Like one or two heists that he has to go, like the heist that goes bad, and then the heist that solves thing. Right. And it would have been fucking fantastic. And I think he could have evolved. He could have done every everything mm-hmm. that could have happened. But they're world building, but. In, a, in kind of a weird, uncomfortable half measure with yeah. every single thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but like, 
you mentioned like, even, just, like yeah. so L337 the droid okay yeah that was the next thing I wanted to talk about uh, Jar Jar so, again so many people have been like oh man I love that droid and I'm just like ah no like the the whole shtick is that this droid has more kind of uh, uh, like a, a stronger will yeah. than most droids do yeah and so she is angry at the fact that droids are subjugated to the people who designed them and she wants droids Thor to yeah anyway yeah yeah yeah, Sorry. yeah. <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but but like i don't know there's just there's no weight to it and it feels like it doesn't feel like somebody who's genuinely progressive mm -hmm. and who's questioning the social order it feels like that annoying kid you knew in college who just likes to shout about a cause yeah and yeah it just I, i've like I've, I've heard a handful of people who came out of the early screenings of this and were like oh she's my new favorite droid and i'm like why and and even her death like who voices her i don't remember yeah. I, it's it sounded kind of like um I, I saw the name. I just didn't recognize yeah, it. Yeah, I totally forgot. L three three seven. L three three seven. Yeah. Um. Really? Who is it? Um. But yeah, I I don't understand anyone that 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 was Jar Jar Banks of this film for me. Like I, because all I mean the other thing too is uh, Phoebe Waller yeah. Bridges. And I don't know who that is. I, yeah. I feel like I should know who that is because I, I remember the name, but I yeah. don't. Um, but yeah, it, it didn't do anything for me. The eventual death scene where they kill her also, like... Off screen. It, it's so weird because, like, when you think of Rogue One, everybody was talking about how they got kind of choked up by the death of that droid that Alan Tudyk played. And I was like, yeah, that was really, like, it was emotionally effective. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in this one, they tried so much harder to make it a thing in yeah. story. Where they're just like, no! But you're like, it. it's not shot or produced as well. It's also, like, the top of our, of C3, of, yeah. not C3PO. But, like, it also, like, again, it was like, there's, like, the vague. The construction of Like, the her, head looks like the top of uh, R2. R2. R2 like. Yeah, the whole construction of L337 kind of reminds me of uh, the robot from Rocky IV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, except for that she has these, it's, like, giant, like, child-rearing hips that she it, staggers around like. With. Um, and there's like a sass to it that almost, it, 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 yeah. for me it was like the, and the fact that it was with Lando, like it had this weird and the like, the like huge weird legs that didn't yeah, really yeah. serve like a purpose because it wasn't like, oh, it has big strong legs so it can, it, it yeah, can lift yeah. things, it can do whatever. But it, it, I just, it immediately had, again, it had that jar jar, like almost like I felt like it was like. Yeah, it, it wanted to be, like, the sassy black lady side. Yeah, yeah. And it, um, it was just, like, and, like, between just the structure of it, or just, like, and the boy, which weirdly, it's a, a white British woman. <laughs> but, I, like... I, I could tell that she was a white British woman, but certainly the personality they were going for yeah. felt like... Uh, um, but, yeah, I was not I was not impressed by that. And, and the fact that they were, like, they had the, the weird story contrivance where they're just, like, she's part of the ship now. Yeah. And it was, 
it was like, why? Why is she part of the ship now? Because, A, we've never seen the Falcon exhibit any personality. Yeah. Like, the only thing I can think is, like, the thing where she has that weird, like, seizure thing where she just stops operating for a minute and mm -hmm. then, like, pops back online and is like, let's go. Yeah. Um... Are, are, are they meaning to imply that because they uploaded her her AI into the Falcon, that's why the Falcon sometimes just fails to work? I, I, like, I, maybe that's what that was supposed to be? Because right, right after that is when they punch yeah, it, yeah. and it stalls out, and then it, you know, goes. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and of course, they did that a handful of times in the original movies, yeah, and yeah. so blah, 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 blah. But, like, here's the other thing. If Lando cares deeply about this like it's his first mate it's his friend yeah, yeah, yeah. she believes that he's in love with her I don't know if that's actually supported by his performance yeah uh, if you want to go with the the thing where retroactively they say he's pansexual then like okay, well he sure. also I mean he clearly cares about I mean he risks right, his, right. He a guy who never risks his right. life for anybody and runs yeah. away kind of always that's his yeah. his character <laughs> um he runs into, you know, yeah, and, like, yeah. tries to drag her out after she gets completely destroyed. Yeah. Um, which is, like, and, a, and a, again, like, vaguely off-screen, too, which so is he, another one, like... Here's thing. my thing, my big yeah. takeaway from that, like, from the, the decision to integrate her into the AI, apparently because Ron Howard can't let any main, named character die. Yeah. But, like, they make this point of, she's part of the ship now. And then... Like, Lando just lets Han have the ship at the end of the movie because yeah, yeah. he lost a game of poker. Yeah. And it's kind of like. Oh, so he didn't really. What's the point of having her be part of the ship if that does not mean that she has some kind of connection to Lando yeah. anymore? Yeah. Um, and she never really made any connection with Han, so it's not no. like. Oh well, you know she's yeah, Han's yeah. whatever girl now, or something weird yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. and so it was just that was such a weird thing because it was like I didn't particularly like the droid anyway, but then the death wasn't handled right. Yeah, and then they put her in the ship for reasons, and yeah. like it wasn't like it totally makes sense that she was this great navigator, so you cannibalize the yeah. robot for parts. Yeah, in order to get the navigation. But was that, that I think maybe line, it was just the but I think that they just meant realistically it's just the navigation system, but it wasn't right, right. her. But, but the way they said it yeah. and like the weight that they gave it, yeah. it was just such because a it's weird. also too. It's like I mean I I didn't like the character, but I'm like I'm ready to like, I I never really care too much for the droids in yeah, general because no, they're like they're two types basically sassy or like R two. Like, yeah. those are the two types, and I'm like, okay, well, I feel like there should be a little bit more... Yeah, it's funny if because... If we're building this world where droids, like, are a thing, yeah. they should have, like, more than just two personalities. But in, again, in Rogue One, like, not only was it a name character, yeah. is a sci-fi guy who also is known for one fucking thing. Yeah. Dying. Yeah. <laughs> like, wash. <laughs> like, you know, and that was perfect, but he died fucking, her like, yeah. really heroically yeah and and was kind of bad not necessarily badass but like in a great way right um and it yeah, was just it, in a random we don't know who shot no the robot it just was a shot out of the blue that destroyed yeah and like then, blew and her up <laughs> the other thing is too that she didn't die saving anybody yeah yeah or anything like like the like she was in the middle of this like quasi rebellion yeah yeah, yeah. and it was like I don't know they they she tried. was just melee they, she was just they pulled fun. some like yeah. yeah exactly like it was all her 
yeah. that made her die. Like, she was the one who decided, I need to free all the robots. She was the one who decided, yeah. we need to have a riot. She was the one who decided, we yeah. need to free all the slaves. Yeah. And, like, ultimately, they could have pulled off the heist yeah. and gotten out of there, and she would never have died if yeah. she hadn't done all of those things. Well, they, they could have done that if she didn't run then into the crowd to go yeah. shoot things. And I thought, okay, they're going to end up leaving her and going to fight. But also, you realize, I mean, like, one thing, too. All of those people are dead. Oh, yeah. Because the the Empire is coming. Yeah. Literally, well, a destroyer is right there. And you yeah. go, well, they're all dead. Like, we just freed all the slaves. It's not yeah. even... It's not... I guess it's, it's kind of like the start of Infinity War, where it's like, right. oh, shit... Well, yeah, what's his name? Freed all, you know, Thor and everybody freed all the slaves from yeah. uh, Jeff Goldblum's planet. And then, oh, they're all dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because they're not named characters. We we can't kill anybody for realsies who, yeah. who is a, has a long-term contract. But if they're just voice actors who are, you know, whatever, we can do it. Because it's Marvel. And Although it's apparently, Star Wars. Uh, apparently Korg and Meek and yeah. Valkyrie all got away because Thanos let half of them survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course um, it was those three. Yeah, and of course it's the ones that are yeah, important. Yeah. But here's the thing that bothers me about that. Um, and this is a minor sidetrack, but I'm going to... Yeah. Um, a while back, Zack Snyder was like interacting with fans on yeah. social media. And there was a think piece at, like I want to say Screen Rant or maybe Comic Book Resources yeah. that was basically like... Zack Snyder's constant need to explain Batman v Superman proves that it's not a good movie. Like yeah, literally, that was the, yeah. the headline, that long ass. Yeah, yeah. And I just remember going like, "No, it doesn't," because like he's not explaining it to people. People are coming to him with like fan theories and Easter eggs and shit, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, that was on purpose." Yeah. It's like that's not explaining it. And, like that's literally saying that the movie is giving them the information yeah, yeah. they need, and all he's doing is yeah. confirming that yeah. like, yes, you're not an idiot. You understand. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, if an author ever goes, yes, you're correct about the theory of, like, if Hemingway said, yeah, yes, yeah. no, the, the the white mountains mean abortion or something. Yeah. Well, I forget what the metaphor was in, yeah. in that. But, like, if he ever confirmed that, then, oh, it means, oh, well, Hemingway's books yeah, are exactly. shit. Like, but, what? No. But so here's <laughs> but, yeah. the thing. The, the guys behind Infinity War have been doing this for weeks now. It's like, oh, no, I know we didn't address it, yeah. but that group of Asgardians got away because X. Yeah. And then, oh, no, uh... It wasn't that Hulk is scared of Thanos. It's that he was angry at Banner for only wanting him when he needs a fight. Yeah. And then there was some third thing today that they they gave like a word of God answer to. And on the one hand, I'm like, all of these things are legitimate things to wait, deal with in the next movie. And if you really want to yeah. tell people, why not? Go ahead so and tell them So there's a thing right called now. director's commentaries that exist yeah, for yeah. a reason, that these are the things that usually when... But, yeah. But the other side of that is, yeah. I'm like, it's also just another example yeah. of the, like, how is it that Zack Snyder <laughs> yeah. is the worst director of all time because, because he's doing, like, some, it, it's like, and his version, even assuming, let's say for the sake of argument that, yes, okay, he's explaining this to people. Yeah. Like, he's not explaining plot to people. Yeah. yeah. Like he's explaining symbolism, yeah. metaphor, and and so like to me, I'm like, <laughs> let's assume for the sake of argument that okay, we're gonna take the 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 kind of the position that he needs to explain it. Therefore, it's not good. Yeah. But like, 
you don't have to make symbolism or metaphor or themes plain in the text. Mm -hmm. What you do need to make plain in the text in order to be a competent filmmaker is the machinations of the plot. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm just sitting here going like, if you want to take the position that these are a that <laughs> this is a bad thing, yeah. then the Russos are way, way worse because like they're explaining pieces of the narrative that didn't make sense to yeah. people. As opposed, oh, oh, the Thor thing, where they were just like, oh, well, you know, Thor is really the one who's at fault for the whole movie because he only threw the axe to wound because he wanted to trash talk Thanos. He could have just thrown that axe at yeah. Thanos' head and the movie's over. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I didn't get that from the movie. Yeah. Like, I only got that from you telling me this now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, I mean, Thanos said that, oh, you should have gone for that yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, it's, it's the guy that punched him and woke him up, like, it's the character that we all really love and, and whatever yeah, yeah. and you just made to be a horrible like the reason why half of the planet fucking died yeah. like and that I mean like that this one that was like if I was James Gunn mm -hmm. and I read that script I'd be like you motherfucking pieces of shit yeah. like you had all these other toys you could have played with yeah. All these other egotistical whatever yeah. people you could have like made do something. Yeah. Oh no no, but you're gonna play with my toys. Which by the way, oh yeah, the the ones that I actually the re the reason all these films look the way they do now. Yeah exactly. Yeah, and it's just like oh yeah, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, I wonder where those are, where the idea to get a director that isn't you know Ron Howard you know yeah. like type of you know like fucking Alan Taylor um, from Game of Thrones. Anyway, yeah. we're we're way way off of the beaten path here, but um, No, but it's it's we're talking about the Mar I mean, it's yeah, the Marvel, the Marvel of it all. you know, the Disney cinematic universe, yeah. <laughs> DCU. <laughs> um, but like it where you have to and it, and it's just again so fucking disappointing because like I thought at least with Star Wars, like Avengers I like I I, I enjoy the films yeah. theoretically other than Ultron and Civil War um, but like with Star Wars every single one was not, like knocking out of the park in a yeah. way that like and a, a way that did both things that I love which is pissing off the like yeah. that that you know <laughs> MRA fans and the yeah. things like that and, and building a new wor world and building a new universe that brings new people into mm -hmm. it that's something I mean like I don't think that necessarily films have to do that like right. you don't need to, but like every, the fact that every other Star Wars gave us new these great new characters. Yeah. This film didn't. Yeah. It either killed them off or it um or it made them shittier. Yeah. Like Lando is now a shittier person than I ever thought. I always thought it was just like a weak, vaguely weak person or had mm -hmm. because but he at the other end then he came it kind of came back in the right. end of the day. This film left him it's like yeah. just garbage human. Yeah, it was really <coughs> weird, like, and I get kind of what they were trying to do. The, another thing, by the way, before we, we wrap yeah, up, like, yeah. one thing that never paid off the way that I think they wanted it to yeah. was, again, like, I, I'm of the impression that the yacht <laughs> is, like, the proto-Cloud City. Yeah. And they had the, like, the gold sliding doors. Yeah. And every time those doors would slide open, I would think, like, there's a reveal on the other side. Like, the, yeah, the yeah. shot in Empire where they get there and the doors open and Vader's waiting at the conference yeah, yeah. table. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, shit, there's going to be a reveal in here somewhere. Yeah. And they do a couple of reveals, but they're always really anticlimactic. Yeah. And they never have that moment where it's like, oh, shit, yeah. like, when the doors open. 
but because of the way that like the camera sits there in a static position and the doors slide and, and yeah. because of the fact that they have this baggage from Empire I'm like every time I see that shot I'm expecting something yeah. and so every single time it was a letdown yeah and it was like they did it like six times and again, it just to me it feeds into the idea. It's like it's a Ron Howard film that yeah. he saw Star Wars once and was like. And then some people told him. Like I feel like there was interns on the set going, "Oh, you gotta add the you gotta add the dice thing. Right. People fucking love that. Reddit will lose their shit, you know." And just like, and I go, "Wait, wait, this is how we're making films now." Like yeah. again, because like that was. I feel like there's an uh, an age of directors that are mm -hmm. now going. Well, wait, all these cool kids are making. Yeah really cool films that everybody are like flipping out about I want to play with this I want to play with these toys and then they go oh shit wait I don't know this world yeah like which again it's like Spielberg makes Spielberg makes The Post which I think is a is a solid good film right and it's it's the one of the most Spielbergian Spielberg films yeah. I've ever seen and I think it's great I yeah. fucking loved it because it, it just exuded classic Spielberg and right. then he makes Ready Player One which is playing with this whole universe that he influ clearly influenced right. in, in a world except he doesn't ha he's not a fan of it right? which is what you need you need a fan to make that film which I feel like I, I can't imagine that Ron Howard's a fan of Star Wars I just can't maybe he is I, it's such a weird I, I know that or I don't know but I, yeah. I, I recall I, I think that they talked about him doing Jedi at one point like I that I understand that he or maybe it was a prequel. Yeah. My understanding is that he has been talking about going to do one of these movies for like twenty years plus. This is what he shouts. So out. <laughs> uh, I mean and again, like yeah, I, I, I will say, like, as much as a lot of the fault for what doesn't work in this movie falls on Ron Howard, the other side of that is I think a lot of it happened because we're shooting a movie in four weeks because they fired the other guys at the last possible minute. But and his name is on the film. Oh, I... I and, no, I but, like, I, and again, like, to me it was just like, well, you know, at the end of the day, they go, well, you know, Justice League, you know, this all well, happened, to and me, whatever, and I go... that's why Justice League, like, that's why Zack Snyder gets more benefit of the doubt. Like, yes, his name's on the film, but he didn't have anything remotely resembling, but, yeah. like, the final cut. Yeah. And I don't think for a minute that Ron Howard had real, genuine final cut at, with Lucasfilm. But yeah. I do think that he was the one who looked at this film and said, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But this is still, I mean, it's still, but, but we don't have, on the other hand, we have his name on the film. Right. And we don't have, as far as we saw at least, um, the other guys' names on the credits at all. Yeah, that's right. We, we left before like the special yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's possible that Lord and Miller got like but, special but thanks. But no, no, no producer credit, whatever. No, special no. thanks are meaningless when it yeah. comes to any, anything but well, maybe. It's, it's, what the, it's what they give the comic book people who invented yeah. the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, but yeah. Anyway. But yeah, so that's, uh, that's Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah. Uh, it was really disappointing for what it was. I There were big chunks of it that I found myself really enjoying kind of the viewing experience but even when I was enjoying it I was like this is not a good movie like it, it just wasn't like like I said there were moments where I was like enjoying it and then simultaneously judging myself for enjoying it because I'm like no this is not actually good well, there, <laughs> there's a lot of teases where it's just like it's gonna make a turn I didn't yeah because there's the, the moments the, the music swells and and a thing happens that you're like, oh, that's the solo I know. No, it's not. Yeah. No. Yeah. And that, 
I mean, like, I don't know. My my end review would be, uh, I guess yeah. we'll see it. My end I don't even. I, it's be... it's the le- it's the it's out of all the Star Wars films, including the prequels, it's the least film I would say you have to see in the theaters. Yeah, I was gonna say it's the least like cinematically interesting of all the Star Wars movies. I would say this is the one that it's like fine, just wait for the Blu-ray or wait for it to hit Netflix, whatever. Because I mean, I assume, yeah. Uh, I mean, Disney has a Netflix deal for another yeah. year. I mean, so. yeah, you know, or you know, Tremors Six is out on is on Netflix right it's now, true. streaming. You know, just watch yeah, it. I, I genuinely like, like it. It sounds like snark, but like, yeah, I I would watch Tremors Six again. Like, if both of them were available to me for free right now, I yeah, would probably, probably watch yeah. Tremors Six again yeah, before yeah. I watch this. Yeah. Uh, which again, I genuinely enjoyed that movie, so that's not a full-on insult. Yeah, yeah. But it is. It does. But again, but it, but it's both in the same. It's both in the same ex- acceptance. You accept Tremor Six is going to be that type of film, and you right. enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. I try to like start uh, like uh, Solo for what it was, and I didn't, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous because yeah. it's like it seems like the ball was up on the tee, and you just got to go like that because <laughs> it's one of the greatest fucking characters and yeah. you know of all time. And it's like again, it was it. it I, I don't know if I'd put it in the same exact same level, but it's Indiana Jones 4. So here's a question for you before we wrap up. Yeah. Uh, today they announced Boba Fett. Ugh. Uh, when you look at something like Solo, do you, in your head, do you think, well, this is just Ron Howard's fault and it doesn't say anything about the franchise? Or do, does, it cha- does it make you less enthusiastic about... It makes me question on whether or not they learned anything from the unbelievable fucking successes mm. of all the other uh, of right. uh, you know Awakens Jedi and 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 especially Rogue One mm-hmm. for like one-off films what yeah it it deeply deeply worries me that they're like oh, well we got to go we got to go safe now for some reason yeah. let's not have any edge let's not have any heart to yeah. again i mean like i i don't know wh- the... if solo is here uh, is is what this is what we yeah. saw and Boba Fett, a character who... The most overrated character in the history of American cinema. Uh. <laughs> Definitely within pop culture, yeah. cin- you know, um, cinema. Like, and also, like, undeserving of of the amount of talk. Whether or not he's a great character, you can argue. But, like, the amount of discussion and, and yeah. pol- cult- pop cultural knowledge we have of him. Uh the director of that film is going to be James Mangold, uh, who just most recently did Lo- uh, Logan. Um, so. I, it's the thing is though that one of the th- it's just so fucking confusing because like this film clearly is tying into the greater universe, mm-hmm. and so it's not standoff, and so this exists like it's nothing like any of the other films at all, uh, Solo, and then mm-hmm. you have that and you go. Well, how the fuck is that going to exist in the cinema? Like, if it's yeah, you know, I mean, if you're hiring the guy, you're hiring him for what he, what he, the last film right, he did yeah. usually, and it, you know, Logan, and I go, well, you can't kill him off, you can't, like, all these things that fucking yeah. happen, and I go, it's just disappointing. It's just like, I, I, I mean, obviously we're gonna have seventy five of these films, oh, but yeah. I'm like, why are we doing that film and that? I'm like, why don't we have? I, I don't know. After this, I'd almost rather have like I want a Chewy origin story before I get fucking anything mm-hmm. else. Like I'm baffled by the fact that they have uh, Ewan McGregor champing at the bit 
to do the uh, Ben Kenobi movie. Yeah, fucking cool. And Let's do that. But no, like, there's no. Yeah. It, it, like, it confuses the hell out of me. Like, yeah. okay, why Boba Fett? Like, I understand why in the sense of, like, he sells t shirts and stuff. But, like, is there any narrative meat to that? But does he, I mean, the thing is that Solo has Lando mm-hmm. and he has Chewie. Yeah. So, like, he has a world that we That's all, true. all these characters. Yeah. Boba Fett. And and Ben Kenobi has hey, kind he, of the same. I, I forget. Thing is he a fucking clone? Like I don't even remember now he, what his actual fucking background is. I believe he is because I think that the, <laughs> I think that the kid. No, you know what? I don't think he is. His dad was the guy who all the clone soldiers were cloned from. Uh, okay. Um, but I think that his that that Boba himself is not actually a clone. I think he's an actual biological kid. Yeah. But I could be wrong because I don't remember him having a mother. Yeah, because we all... Well, I mean, the other problem, too, is that we also, like, we we then established this entire world where the they're not clones, mm-hmm. and, but they're af- this is, happens after the original saga because, you know, we have all these characters who are stormtroopers yeah. who weren't clones. Yeah. And, and I just go... Especially considering we're, now we're going to... Like, I guess the next film's gonna be Jabba. Well, I guess that's what that's fuck. That's what happens mm-hmm. because they're gonna go meet. So if we're gonna, if we don't have Bob, if we have Fat and not like Solo in the Fat film, actually that makes sense now that you mention it. Yeah, is this the sequel? Then he's gonna meet up with him, and it's gonna be a yeah, thing. And, and, and probably the bad guy will be Darth Maul or. Anyway, yeah. we should probably terminate because, like, we could just go on forever <sighs> speculating about the, the future the of this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, again, if if you're predisposed to like this, if you're sure you're going to like this, then, like, watch it on TV. Don't watch it. I, I don't see any need to go see this in the movies because not only is it the... Like, it's, it's probably the worst Star Wars movie since Episode Two. Yeah. But also, it just doesn't look like like I I can't imagine seeing this in IMAX and all that all those scenes that we were talking about that look like they were like shot for a TV show. Yeah. And you're just like, oh yeah, in on a forty foot fucking screen, we're gonna see, yeah. you know. Even the film stock had no heart. Yeah. Like there's no they can, you can add digitally add a grain to it in a second. Yeah. And like, cause it it should have felt like the first. It should have felt like four, five, and six, and they didn't even try to mimic the look. Which no, again, with four no. K and digital thing, you can just go click. Here's a. I yeah. bet you there's a fucking Star Wars fucking filter. Oh, sure. You can just go click, and it, it's in Premiere or something like that. It's an and part add-on. of that too is like I understand that. Okay, yes. When when you look at Lando, and it's like he he is like this weird kind of heightened version <laughs> of seventies style, and, yeah. and so like when you look at uh, Woody Harrelson's character here. Yeah. I want Woody Harrelson's character to be like the space version of '60s style. Yeah. Instead, he's fucking got the Richard Spencer haircut, yeah. and I'm just like, why is this a thing? Like, he looks like he looks like a douchebag from now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, I could go on. I, I actually liked Harrelson's character more than I liked almost anybody else other than maybe No, Chewie. I'm not complaining about this. No, I get it. No, I, but I get that. what you're saying. I mean, my biggest problem with Lando is that everything looked like it was literally off of the hanger and given to yeah. him. It didn't look lit. Nothing looked lived in. Yeah. Which, yes, I get that he's like all flash and everything like that. Yeah. 
but he's not rich. He's not the yeah, guy that he puts thing where it's like he he puts it out there that he's like successful and you know but the, then the smartest like, guy. He and needs them so to like get the boot off of the millennium. So Falcon which is which I thought was yeah. a really great moment because yeah, it yeah, gave absolutely. a moment to add that a character depth to him and like a he needed help from other right. people and it could have built meant a moment to build character with him. But there's not like I don't know. There's things that you like get in other films that like you should have gotten in this, which is like yeah. there's a little bit of fray on his on his on his costume or something like yeah. that. That 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 wasn't there. I mean, like he had that yellow thing in the, one of the last scenes, yeah. and it literally looked like um, felt felt that was cut and like just fresh yeah. out of it. And it was like I don't know. Like, yeah. Anyway. All right. So. This is probably the the weakest review we've given something in a while. Yeah, but um, it, there's no because it was just like it's sad mm-hmm. because it, again it's like it's it's not just because it, also it wasn't it wasn't fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. It wasn't no, bad it, enough it, that it was like oh my god this was an abortion. Yeah, like it wasn't. Um, it was a miscarriage. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and but you know, it, it was just it was a Ron Howard movie. You, yeah, that's yeah. the big thing. Is like, but I mean, but the paper, like the paper, has a fucking heart to it. Oh, even, yeah. a, even Apollo thirteen, as much as I fucking hate that film, I mean, I, I thing, but like, I love Splash. I mean, yeah. it's not like I've never enjoyed a Ron Howard movie. But, but again, the problem is, it's it's Ron Howard doing a f- property that can't be Ron Howard. Yeah. Also added with the extra directors and and so like it's a clusterfuck. I mean, but it's it's a manageable film. It's not like Justice League, which was just a right. fucking mess. Um, and clearly two separate directors, mm-hmm. you know, like literally scenes where you're like, that was a scene that someone else yeah, shot. Yeah, Like down to, oh, they forgot to put the Zack Snyder filter on this one. Yeah, exactly. Like, because that, I mean, that like, w- which was just, in, which was basically to me, was a middle finger to Zack Snyder. They literally put out the film to say, fuck you, you asshole. D- DC did. Like, I have no fucking doubt <laughs> in my mind. No, it's literally because it's his last film that he'll right, ever right. do. In, in, and probably for a while because it was such a fucking disaster. Yeah. It was his Ishtar. Yeah. And you're like, well, you know, he's not going to do a film for a while. Let's add a little bit of fucking needle into like yeah. the side. But uh, by not letting him, not letting actually making it look like a finished film. But yeah. speaking but, yeah. of needles, anyway. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. to, I'll leave this for, <laughs> for the audience because this will give us some, some cutoff point. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, hit us up on Twitter, ECV underscore podcast, and let us know if you think that Needles, the guy that uh, uh, Han Solo used to street race with yeah. in back on Corellia, is the same guy, uh, is, is, is meant to be a reference to Needles from Back to the Future Part 2, who Marty McFly had street races with. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I genuinely don't know. It's yeah. just, like, that's the first thing that pops into my head, and I'm just like, that would be such a weird, random, dumb reference. Yeah. But, like, the name and the street racing, it's just such a... Yeah. Anyway, so hit yeah. us up on Twitter. Let us know what you think about that, and 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 try not to tell us that you think we're assholes because we didn't like the Star Wars movie. But I, I know that's hard. Um, uh. But uh, you should <laughs> like, rate, share, subscribe, uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I promise that we do fun, interesting things, and usually we're more positive than this. Like. Well, usually we're more it, at, like happy to shit on something, or happy to like tear it to shreds, or more happy to be like, "Oh man, this fucking cartel twenty four Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like our next episode, uh, unless we unless we get the Deadpool follow up recorded yeah. in the next couple of days, our next episode is probably going to be Jurassic Games, mm. uh, which was, was a fun. ton of fun. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, check that out. 
Uh, you can find us on emeraldcityvideo.net. And uh, that's it for now. Keep watching movies.